0: Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College, and you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby.
1: Good morning, and welcome to the program. You can also catch this on the podcast form. Later on in the day, anywhere you listen to podcasts in the world. So we'll have all of the information up and loaded. I'll get the recording up to the good people at Northwest Community College once we're done. And then, boom, podcast. There it is in case you missed parts of it. Or maybe you got to, you know, leave us here in a little bit and come back. And you missed some segment of the program. You can go back and catch it in podcast form. The Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. As we take off here on your February 24, 2022, and all kinds of wildness going on, obviously keeping our eyes on the happenings with Russia and Ukraine, and now talk between China and Taiwan. And my goodness, um, you know, we're lucky at this point right here uh, in North Mississippi to be able to do what we do and live the life that we can. And part of that is. Good things like Northwest Community College that we get to talk about on a Thursday each and every week. We're in the LitcoMetals.com studio with a weather forecast that we must discuss as well. Today's temperature for those of us listening in this area are going to get upper 40s, close to 50. And so all the reports that you're seeing right now into Arkansas and Missouri and even places like Millington and Bartlett and Lakeland where we're seeing frozen precipitation trees that are down power that is out will not reach this area the National Weather Service you know has put out several different things and you know the the line of 32 degrees is not going to reach here and in fact it's going to start pushing back to the Northwest so we will deal uh, with some rain yes but we will not deal with what Arkansas Tennessee, Missouri are having to deal with right now uh, with the frozen precipitation, the ice and the out of power and trees that are down. And so we do think about those people, but we will not deal with that today. What will we see? Well, as I mentioned, we're going to go into the upper 40s and around 50 by mid-afternoon. And that, though, is when the showers start to come back. We're going to have some light rain possibly off and on all day, but we'll get More rain going on into the wee morning hours tomorrow. Where actually, yes, 8 a.m. tomorrow, it's going to be about 30 degrees. So you might want to pay attention a little bit if we do have that overnight rain and it does get below freezing, that there could possibly be some small patches of ice and things of that nature to wake up to and watch for in the morning. But then we'll get above 40 to 44, 45 degrees on Friday and sunshine for the high Saturday. Uh, we'll, we'll deal with uh, as, as that comes along, and we'll tell you more about the weekend forecast tomorrow. But that's what our weather looks like as of now. Alan Samuels of Oxford, our friends in the car business, bringing this to you. If you're in North Mississippi, you're looking for a vehicle, shop online at alansamuelsoxford.com. Alan Samuels, Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram. Here's what's coming up on our program today on this Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Jenny Hertz back with us, and we're going to talk scholarships for Northwest. What's available? What's out there? Where you can go, mom, dad, or if you're a prospective student out there of any kind, find some scholarship help for your education. And when we're done, Dr. Sandra Bishop will join us about the Fine Arts Immersion Day. That's coming up soon for high school seniors to find out all about the fine arts program and the different things that you can be involved in. That is what we'll have today. Jenny Hertz and Sandra Bishop on the program. And at the back end of the show, we'll also discuss some sporting events. Basketball is still going on, even though now both Rangers and Lady Rangers have lost in the M.A.C.C.C. tournament. There is Region 23 play that will come up, and that will begin next Monday. Now, we don't know opponents as of yet, but it does look like the men are going to host one of those Region 23 games next week. Busy week in sports, if weather will allow uh, for Northwest Community College. We'll get into that at the back end of the show. History instructor, instructor Chris Tingle has been selected as Mississippi Humanities Council Teacher of the Year. The MHC has been recognizing outstanding teachers in Mississippi's colleges and universities since 1995. So, congratulations to Chris Tingle, history instructor at NWCC. He'll be among a group of recipients honored statewide by the Mississippi Humanities Council as teacher. Of the year. A couple of announcements of new people that will take over some programs. Maybe we'll be talking to them in future shows as well in our health science world. And that is, they have announced uh, instructor James Duke as the new director of the School of Health Sciences Emergency Medical Technology Program. For the last six and a half years, Duke has served as EMS coordinator for the South Haven Fire Department. He was with the department for more than 12 years, worked his way up from paramedic to the truck, began teaching EMT basic classes at Northwest as an adjunct instructor, and while he was still with the South Haven Department. A seasoned professional, he has taught a number of classes in various institutions over the years, and now will take over the Northwest School of Health Sciences Emergency Medical Technical Program. Welcome, James Duke, to that honor. And then Troy Day has been hired as director of... The college's cardiovascular technology program. Day comes to the college from 901 Vascular in Memphis, where he worked as nurse in the uh, radiology department. Prior to that, in his career in healthcare, he was at Baptist Hospital Desoto, working in the hospital's cath lab for 11 years. The last four, where he was head nurse. So hired as the director of the college's cardiovascular technical program. Troy day. A couple of announcements just to get to you there and get you started in today's program. The text message line is 662-426-1093. 662-426-1093. You can be a part of the program and any program by texting straight into my studio at 662-426-1093. The Facebook page is North Mississippi Spotlight with Gary Darby on Twitter at GDARB65 and all the other ways you can be a part of things right here in the Super Talk world. The Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour is underway.
0: This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093.
1: Today's Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, a busy one. We have a lot of things that we're going to discuss today coming up in the second half of the show. We'll be talking to Dr. Sandra Bishop. We'll be talking about fine arts, things in that world. There's productions going on. We're trying to get high school seniors involved, so we'll get that happening in the second half of the program. But a return visitor, always fun, and a chance to get to talk with Jenny Hurd, who's on the phone with me. Jenny, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you doing? Things are good. We're moving along. And look, they're almost, you're almost like a regular. Are you ready to take over this show? Is that what it is?
2: I don't
3: think I could ever do that, but I appreciate
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I, I think you can handle it just fine. And while we're, we're on this, you and I, we're going to get into some scholarship information with Northwest Community College. But we have one of the Pathfinders on the phone with you, and that's Elisa Stocking. Elisa, Hello.
2: Hello, how
1: are you? I'm doing fine, but I just felt really stupid. We're sitting here and, and doing this, and I just waved at you. There's there a <laughs> there's a camera that's set up, right, but I never really use it for the program, and for some reason, I waved like you could see me in, in Cenotopia as we're doing this. Live radio, people, and the old man is, well, he's just doing what he can on a <laughs> Thursday. Elisa, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to jump in back and forth with, with Jenny and some questions, uh, but where are you? from and and how did you get to Northwest? Sure
2: absolutely well I'm from Olive Branch Mississippi. I was a homeschool student. Um, I'm a sophomore here at Northwest so I'm set to kind of set sail after uh, May. I'm studying educational psychology and I'm heavily involved in choir in now pathfinding band and Phi Theta Kappa.
1: Excellent. So Jenny, I, I, I would imagine that this, this one has some kind of scholarship stuff, right? Just listening to her speak just a little bit.
2: Yes, uh, she actually
3: has so much scholarship. She's able to come her first two years for free um, and being a member of that Phi Beta Kappa that's going to help her for her next two years, her junior and senior year, and help her further her education here in Mississippi.
1: So as we're letting the the parents of prospective students listen to us and and discuss things, let's jump into some of these scholarships, Jenny, if you don't mind.
3: Sure, yeah. So over 90% of Northwest students have some type of financial aid, but the first step to get any type of scholarship at Northwest is you have to fill out your FAFSA. Um, that is the free application for federal student aid, um, and if you you know we all, we like to say no FAFSA, no funding. <laughs> so first of all, if you have an incoming freshman, make sure you fill out that FAFSA application. Um, and all of our scholarship recipients have to be Mississippi residents, um, but we do have tons of scholarship application uh, opportunities. We have academics um, based off of your ACT. You can get a, a leadership scholarship um, if you have a 19, a 19 or below on your ACT. Um, But if you have a B high school average, um, there's $500 or $550 that you can get for that. Um, And then we also have presidential scholarships to where if you have a 20 to a 23 on their ACT, they'll receive $800. A 24 to a 27 is $1,600, which is full tuition. And then if they have a 28 or above, we're going to pay for their tuition, room, and board. Um, We also have performance-based scholarships, so if there's any uh, athletes, band, choir, Alisa's a, 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 a um academic performance-based scholarship recipient as well. Um, if they sing, any of the fine arts, athletes, they can receive scholarship money for that, too. Um, and then, of course, our foundation scholarships. We have over 600 foundation scholarships that we award. Um, and in this current school year, we, we gave away over $540,000 worth of scholarship money. Um, and those scholarships can range anywhere from $500 to $3,000. So, you know, with our tuition only being $1,600, if they receive a $3,000 scholarship, that rest of that money is just going to go back into their pocket for them to to pay for books or whatever it is that they need for their education.
1: Wow. Alisa, I think, as as Jenny said, you're getting that education for free for two years. I'm sure parents were happy to hear that. But what else? Is that the big reason that maybe you chose Northwest Community College? Or what were some of all of the reasons you chose to go there?
2: one of the reasons, um, but it was also based on, since I come from a homeschool environment, um, I'm used to that individual learning. And um, I learned from Northwest from other students and even talking to faculty, that the classrooms more closely resemble graduate level classrooms that you would find at a four year college. So I had an opportunity to, to talk to professors during classes, after classes, and be in a smaller sort of um, environment in that classroom setting. So that was also a big um, factor for me to come to Northwest. The other was uh, their fine arts scholarships not only the money itself, but also the leadership opportunities that I have gotten to hold while being in the uh, fine arts division. So it's really been wonderful all the way
1: around. Besides being the student, what all are you involved in? Is Is it band? Is it choir? Give us exactly what all you do.
2: Well, we'll start with the really big one. I'm How being, much time do you have? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, 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 we must leave a little bit for Dr. Bishop at the end of the program. <laughs> well, but, but go um, ahead.
2: My, my biggest one is being the chapter president for uh, Phi Theta Kappa here at the Senatobia campus.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I did that, one, because I love people, and two, because that does get me more money. Um, So I can't uh, dissuade over that, but um, I'm involved in the steel band. Um, I'm a member of four of our choirs, the all-women's choir, the chamber choir, the entertainers, and the uh, chamber travel ensemble. Um, I also participate as a Pathfinder now, and I think that might be all of it. I'm (laughs) hoping that that's everything on my schedule.
1: So I guess you are around that uh, ungrite fella in the music world. You Mr. Ungrite, In fact, I just spoke to him. He has me on speed dial. That's Well, I was in the drum line with him at Northwest Community College.
2: Really? Yes. He's wonderful. Yeah,
1: and a little, little bit older than, than than Jeff Triplett, and so I'm very familiar. Jared Brownley. I'm a little bit older than those guys, uh, but but this, uh, although uh, he Ungright may have aged a little bit better than I did, but but we're of that that same age group there. So very familiar with all of those things that you put forward. That is a busy schedule, Elisa. So how do you balance that?
2: Well, one, I start with a good uh, study schedule, which I kind of reinvent every semester. My roommate likes to joke that I have altogether too many planners, <laughs> uh, but that is not necessary for success. That just kind of helps sort everything out. Um, I also have a good uh, friend base. Uh, I have a good friend who are also busy and kind of help. We stay together. Nathan Dowling, be another person who is a pathfinder. Uh, oftentimes, we joke that we have five minutes to talk
0: uh, before <laughs> anything
2: else. And, and honestly, I enjoy those five minutes.
1: Jenny, uh, we- as well
2: as the fact that my parents are supportive and they check in with me and make sure that I'm I'm doing all right and I'm not taking on too much.
1: Sure. Jenny, do you carry her with you to schools and say, here, listen to her? This is... <laughs> this-
2: if our is- schedule allowed, I
3: would take her. <laughs> but... <laughs>
1: I mean, there's, there's no doubt that this is a great spokesperson that we have on this show today to talk about Northwest Community College. It couldn't have worked out any, any better that that she was with you in the office at the time, and, and we yeah. could put this on. This is what we're trying to do, moms, dads, people that might be looking for educations to help you uh, with Northwest Community College the way it is obviously helping Elisa. How can the people, Jenny, go find this? They can research the scholarships. Maybe they can do all that they need online. Is there a way to do that?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. If you, um, on the Northwest website, which is northwestms.edu, there's a financial aid button up at the top and you'll just scroll on down to scholarships. Um, our scholarship deadline is April 1st. So you've just got a little bit of time to get that in. Um, but even parents who are thinking about, you know, going back to school, it's not just for, you know, students straight out of high school. We have, um, adult scholarship opportunities. We have a senior citizen scholarship for, um, our senior citizens who are 65 and above. Um, they can take a class for free. Their scholarship opportunities for all ages. So all that information is on the Northwest website. If um, you just look under financial aid and then scroll down to scholarships.
1: I would assume, Jenny, you are making several trips to schools all around this area, huh?
3: Absolutely. Yes, we are trying to get in as much as we can and promote Northwest and support those seniors who are fixing to graduate, uh, showing up at you know awards days and things. So we're happy to be out in our
1: community. Last for you, Elisa, what's what's next after Northwest? Do you know? Do you have that plan? Oh, yeah, never mind. I know you have the plan. Just, just, just. What is next for you?
2: Well, because I've been able to come through Northwest and get two years out completely free, um, I have the opportunity to go to Mississippi State um, and actually pursue a graduate degree in educational psychology. So moving there this fall and going from a ranger to a dog is very exciting, but. I am, I'm sad to see it go, <laughs> to sure. be quite
1: honest. Well, uh, I, I know Northwest has prepared you uh, for what is to come. And ladies, it was great getting a chance to talk with you and getting this first part of the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour underway. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
1: We'll come back with Dr. Bishop right after this.
0: This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting
1: 662-426-1093. Well, we get to the second half of the program, the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour for your Thursday. Gary Darby in the Litco Metals.com studio and we're back on the phone lines and headed back to the campus at Northwest in Sinatobi to talk with Dr. Sandra Bishop who's on with us in the Fine Arts Department. Sandra, welcome back. How are you? Hey, I'm
4: great. How are you?
1: Good. Before Good. we get into uh, the, the discussion that we are scheduled to get on, I have uh, been blown away by yet another student on that Northwest campus. I had Jenny Hurt signed up, right, and we were talking about scholarships, things that are available on the Northwest campus. And it happened that Elisa Stocking was in her office at the same time. Uh. And as we go on and we get talking and we go through, I was thoroughly amazed with that young lady. She is in the fine arts department along the way. What do you have to say about her and what she does there on campus?
4: Um, yes, yeah, is, Alisa is a, a really um, big part of our choral programs here. She's in all of our choirs, our women's choir, um, the entertainers, pop choir, chamber choir, the travel choir. She does all of that, and she's a leader in all of those groups. Um, and she's really a leader in anything that she's participating in. Um, she's a, a really impressive, impressive young lady.
1: There's no doubt. I told Jenny at the end of the interview that if she were going to high schools to recruit students and things, there's a reason she's obviously a pathfinder on that Northwest campus, too. But I would just take Elisa somewhere and say, all right, y'all want to know about Northwest here?
4: Absolutely. Talk.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. So you guys in the fine arts uh, department could do that, too, right? That's right. Y'all want to see what this is about? Elisa, start speaking, That's exactly right. And she will
4: be at immersion day, so we may just turn her loose. (laughs) I would
1: do that. I would definitely do that. Tell us about this immersion day. What is it? What are we doing?
4: Yeah, Immersion Day. It's really right now for um, choir and theater, and it's an opportunity for high school seniors to come to campus for a day and um, just spend a day kind of immersed in what what it would be like to be on campus here. And so they get to take a campus tour, um, get to hang out with our choir students, sit in on a rehearsal and, and participate in a rehearsal, and then they go to lunch at the cafeteria and... Um, we do some scholarship auditions with them in the in the afternoon, um, so it's a really it's a fun day for them and for us. But it's also a productive day because they do get to um, audition for scholarships.
1: So for for, for that, let's just say we have those listening or parents that are listening that have you know a a son or a daughter that might be interested. Do they need a prepared piece? Do they need to come to do what?
4: Yeah, um, they, um, if they're going to be um, uh, just participating in choirs, they would need to prepare a song. Um, and it could be something simple. It could be um, My Country Tis of Thee mm-hmm. or, you know, something simple. But it could also be something of their, anything of their choice, really. Um for music majors, if they want to be a music major, a voice major, then they need to prepare two songs. And all of the information, audition information and registration information, is on our website.
1: When is this day?
4: Um, this is March 3rd, so that is next week, next Thursday.
1: Next Thursday. And, and, and when you prepare for this, about how many students do you, you guys think you may have come in that day?
4: Um, just kind of based on last Spring, guesstimating sixty or more. Um, So numbers aren't set yet, but I'm guesstimating over fifty.
1: Sure. Is that better than normal or getting back to normal, considering where we have been through this whole COVID situation?
4: Well, truth be told, this is kind of a new thing that we're doing, so this will be. We actually, the first one was last spring, and then we held one in the fall, and this will be the third one. So. Um, we're kind of, we don't have a long track record of this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're learning with each and every one as, and as it goes. What do you think the students are looking for? And what do you think they enjoy best on this immersion day?
4: Um, I think that just being, you know, in the, in the moment here with the students. They get to, end, like I said, interact with our students and with our faculty here. And I think just being a part of things. Um, for that day on campus. It's kind of an eye-opening thing for a lot of them who may not have been to a college campus or may not be familiar with the Senatobia campus. Um, it's, a, it's kind of an eye-opening experience for them. So um, our students are great. Elisa Stocking is great, but we have a lot of great students, and they're very welcoming, and um, I think that's probably the biggest thing just getting to interact with our students while they're
1: here. You know, I'm not going to say that a science major might not be what you're talking about there. You get, you get I think where you where I'm going here, when we're talking about performers in the arts, no matter what it is, they have to be outgoing. They have to be able to talk to others. They have to have that where, yep, I'm here. I've done this. Let me show you what we've done and how we've done it. Do you find that's true that those that are in the performing arts I don't want to look because I had a little experience throughout that. I don't want to say they're the better ambassadors for things, but I think it's obvious they have a gift for it.
4: I think they do. I think that's right. And I also think they're really passionate about it. And so they want to tell people, hey, this is what we're doing. You know, this is what's going on. So I think that helps
1: a lot, too. Got an overview of the of the fine arts department. If things been going well, moving along okay?
4: Oh, yeah. Um, um, progress is being made on that new performing arts building um it's it's coming along every day get to drive by there and see the progress that's being made so um yeah things are rocking and rolling here
1: so one final time for those that might have a student that needs to come to this immersion day just tell us again what it is what they will go through and the time and where they need to be to do it
4: sure they will need to sign up first um but it's march the third that's next thursday um and the probably be here around nine thirty to register to get signed in. But um if they will that's an opportunity, like I said, for them to um spend a day with our choir and theater students, our faculty, um and and audition for choir and theater for next year and for scholarships. And if they will go on to our Northwest website and type in Northwest Choirs, it will take them to a page where they can register and get more information.
1: Well, I do thank you for giving us that information, and yeah. I look forward to uh, seeing that building through. I've been able to come up and do a couple of basketball games recently and baseball uh-huh. games and broadcasting them. And seeing that construction, too, as it goes, I simply can't wait to see the final product and, and what may go Absolutely. on. There. Thanks for your time. Good luck with this day coming up on March the 3rd, and I'm sure we'll be chatting with you once again.
4: All right. Thank you so much.
1: Well, we do thank our guest there, Sondra Bishop, for being back on the program and talking with us and getting us prepared for Fine Arts Immersion Day. I want to remind you, too, you know, we had the discussion on last week's program about The Performance of the Glass Menagerie, that opens tonight. Show dates and times are as follows, 7 o'clock tonight, 7 o'clock on Friday, 7 o'clock on Saturday, and then 2 on Sunday. And you can purchase tickets at northwestms.edu. So their production of the Tennessee Williams' The Glass Menagerie starts with a 7 p.m. show tonight at the Fine Arts Auditorium on the Northwest Campus there in Sinatobia. So if you want to take part in that and good stuff going on in the Fine Arts Auditorium, you can. It's 9.40, another break. We'll come back with the sports world of Northwest Community College next.
0: talking rangers this hour thanks for joining us for the sycamore bank ranger hour it's a special conversation about northwest community college there's a campus near you and more to come and you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093
1: 662-426-1093 is correct that's the text message line to get in the litcometals.com studio here and Send any kind of message that you want along the way. It is the Sycamore Bank Ranger, Iowa, with a few more minutes left to go. We want to thank our guest, Jenny Hurt, who was scheduled to be with us and talk about scholarships. And as we made the phone call, uh, Alyssa Stocking, student at Northwest, was in the office. And so it just became uh, a, a, an interview uh, in a different direction, too, where we, we got the scholarship information to you but introduced you to yet another great student on that Northwest campus, already doing big things, and if you listen, more to come for Alyssa in, in her life. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And then Dr. Sandra Bishop from the Fine Arts Department talking with us about Immersion Day. If you've got a prospective student that's interested in the fine arts and in the fine arts world, I mean, think about what Alyssa said. mean, She had, you know, whether it was through academics or the different things that she has done, Two years of her education paid for free. Mom and dad, doesn't that sound good? Free, that F-R-E-E word? Absolutely. So check into the scholarships, please, if you will. And don't forget, again, the Glass Menagerie starts tonight, 7 o'clock, on the Northwest Campus. We're going to talk athletics to finish up the program today. I mentioned it on some of the other shows, but since we're discussing Northwest Community College, first of all, shout out to... Coach Troy Howell and the Northwest women's team for their Monday upset of the number one seed and the home team hosting this MACCC tournament, Pearl River. They picked up the 70-68 to win in overtime on Monday and then yesterday. Despite leading for most of the first quarter, they couldn't sustain the run from Jones College and they end up losing 77-50 to Jones in the semifinals of the Mississippi Athletic Community College Conference. And so at 15-10 and on the season, they will wait and find out what's next for them in the Region 23 playoffs. It will be determined by the championship games of what's still going on in Poplarville. And on the women's side of things, Jones will be playing Oklahoma. For the championship, and then they will reseed, bring in the teams from Louisiana, and uh, then work into the Region 23 tournament where the early games uh, will be at home campuses. And then they'll combine uh, a little bit later on. Those will not be announced until tomorrow. So they will wait for that and see where Coach Howell and uh, his guards, Tierra Trotter, who hit the game-tying shot to get it into overtime and then uh, finished strong along with Ayanna Reagan and then Colton Blakeney, just some of the names along the way that have led this uh, Lady Ranger team that that saw a whole host of people uh, leave them through the Christmas break and only eight players in uniform, and yet they made it to the semifinals of the conference tournament and will be playing for a Region 23 title next And the opportunity to possibly play in the uh, Women's NJCAA National Championship Tournament. So, still going on at 15-10. and They'll be on the road somewhere, but that will be announced tomorrow. And then the games will begin on Monday. You can keep up with nwccrangers.com, where Brian Lentz will get you that information along the way. For the Northwest men, they lost their opening round game on Tuesday to East Mississippi. The Rangers and Coach Oakley, with a number five seed in that, lost to East Mississippi. But it seems like uh, they will host a Region 23 game. And so we will wait for that to happen as well uh, with the men's championship uh, that will be going on in Pearl River 2. And so. Uh, we will wait and see where that happens as East Mississippi beat uh, Northwest in that game on Tuesday, 69-55. So the Rangers are 17-7 and after the loss on Tuesday. But again, they were the five seed uh, going into this conference tournament. The Lady Rangers were the eight seed. And so now we'll wait and see the field that will be determined. And so the Rangers will have postseason in both men and women's basketball. So we'll keep our eye on that. And if those brackets are announced prior to uh, us getting off the air tomorrow, we'll pass those along to you in our Friday North Mississippi Spotlight program. Now to baseball and softball, where softball off to a great start at 7-1 on the season. Uh, They were scheduled to be playing on Friday in Brandon against a couple of teams, Trinity Valley and Parkland College. But those games uh, have been changed and uh, and postponed, so they will not be having those uh, that they. Had scheduled, and then uh, there are games that are scheduled for next week. And then you got spring break and things to pay attention to. Weather could be a factor, obviously, uh, in some of the things that they do. But off to a great start at seven and one uh, for Coach Bramlett as they're coming off of uh, wins last week against uh, Three Rivers uh, in Boonville, where they were playing at Northeast Community College. They beat uh, number 11, Three Rivers, uh, splitting a pair with them and then beat Bevel State over there to get to 7-1 and one on the season. And then we're scheduled to play Trinity Valley and number 9, Parkland College in Brandon. Next on the schedule is a Tuesday double dip against Jackson State College that will be in Sinatobia at the Senatobia Sports Park. So Tuesday, next up for the softball program, baseball for Northwest, uh, has started out with a 2-4 and four record. They are scheduled to be in Huntsville, Alabama on Saturday and then have a busy week coming up next week with a Monday double dip against Freed Hardman's uh, Junior Varsity in Centertopia on Monday, a trip to Jackson, Tennessee on Tuesday. And all of those will be going on, so six games before we get back on the air with another Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. And then they'll start to get with uh, some of these Mississippi schools coming up very soon with a couple of games set up against Mississippi Delta and Oklahoma before they actually get into the actual MACCC conference play. And already on the schedule, if you're looking at nationally ranked teams – Poor River is number four. Ittawamba is number 17. Meridian is number eight. East Central is number 14. And those are all on the Northwest schedule to play in the state of Mississippi. So big things happening in the world of sports. Basketball teams in postseason, baseball and softball getting underway and ready to roll with a lot of games and take a little spring break and come back and pile it all in. You can keep up with all of this at NWCCRangers.com. Com, nwccrangers.com for all the sports news that you need. Brian Lintz has been in Poplarville for a while. Back home now, getting ready to try and get into the weekend, and then a busy next week of sports for Northwest Community College. And again, we will find out tomorrow where they will be playing these Region Twenty Three tournament games for the men and the women's basketball teams at Northwest. it's going to wrap up things for us today on this program, and I, again, thank all of our guests for being a part of it, Sycamore Bank and Northwest Community College, for taking us through Thursdays on this program. You see, North Mississippi Spotlight is North Mississippi Spotlight on Tuesdays, and now Fridays. Wednesdays, we turn ourselves into building our future economic development discussion, which you heard yesterday. Thursday's the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. So what will we do tomorrow? Tomorrow we'll take a look into some high school sports. We have some of our area teams that are still playing in the uh, girls and boys public school MHSAA third round, the quarterfinals. With a win, they get to go to the big house in Jackson and compete even further trying to get that gold ball. We'll tell you who those teams are. None of our private schools are still playing. The state overall tournament was going on, and we lost all of our girls and boys teams in the last couple of days, but great seasons for a lot of them along the way, and kudos to those young men and women for what they did, and the coaches for leading them along the way, so we do have some high school sports that we'll get to, and then we'll catch up with uh, what's going on in the world of sports collegiately, whether it's Ole Miss basketball, men and women, state the same way, baseball that we can have, and what the weather is going to look like for those games and things that we will have. High school sports will be going on as well. We're looking one more time at a weather forecast before we get out of here, and it's scheduled to be around 50 today. But the overnight low, now they say 29 degrees. So it looks like we will see some rain coming in middle of the afternoon, light rain. The good news is if you're still looking at those reports in and around Memphis and then Arkansas and Up into Missouri, the ice and the power that is out, none of that is scheduled to be in the listening area. We're going to stay above uh, the freezing mark all throughout the day, although overnight. And if we get to rain, obviously we'll get to 29, which means you should pay attention a little bit in the morning when you're getting up. As to what the some of the roadways and situations might be, 50 today with some rain, about a 70 percent chance of it, 80 percent chance tonight and 29 tomorrow, 45 but mostly sunny. We'll be back below freezing on Friday night and then get ourselves uh, into the upper 40s on Saturday and rain back in the forecast on Sunday. But looking at next week, I want to do that because it looks good. Monday, 61 and sunny. Tuesday. 65 with a few clouds. Wednesday, 67 and sunny. Thursday, 65. Friday, 68. And Saturday of next week, 73. We're gonna deal with this little dip in the uh, old temperature for a little bit, and then next week looks like we get to play outside. Good news, 9:55. That's the time. Midday's with Gerard comes up next as we move through your Thursday on Super Talk Radio. Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour for this day is in the books. We'll key the mic at 906 and talk with you tomorrow. So long.
0: Now the time is coming.